Hello and welcome to Bitten by Radioactive Podcast where we give powers to a name. Pressure's on guys. Just no no pressure, but there's a little bit of pressure. Just want to shout out to everyone who's uh, subscribed and joined us after visiting at MCN Comic Con. Hello, welcome. I know we didn't advertise it too well beforehand, but Jade and Dean, Jade and I are always there at MCM. We always like hanging out. Josh sometimes makes a surprise appearance. Surprise even to me sometimes. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure he came along and shook a lot of hands and, you know, uh, handed out balloons, uh, handcrafted, hand uh, uh, modeled balloons in the shape of our various heroes and, you know, was just a, a very good marketing presence there. Right, Josh? That's what happened? Mm, yes, definitely. I saw it with my own two eyes. Well, if you still have your balloon, tweet at us and, you know, just make Josh's art feel welcome. Speaking of art, we usually here at BBRP, as you might know, if you heard our spiel, we we like to build superheroes from scratch using the the little bits and pieces, little, um, you know, quilt, uh, quilt squares from the internet and weave them into a fully fledged, fully stuffed hero with powers, uh, character arcs, narrative beats, uh, relationships, all that very good stuff. Now, can you tell that Dean doesn't sew quilts? I, listen, listen. I I mean, I didn't even realize that we were going for a sewing analogy there until you said it. That was quite quite journey. uh, Well, one, I like to take take people for a little bit of a ride. Two, I've done a little bit of cross-stitch in my time. That's and... not making a quilt, though, is it? Oof, you, you say that to a quilter, they're going to go <laughs> <laughs> You You went from uh, quilt squares to weaving. Now, not to get technical on you, but uh, those are two mm. different practices. Listen, you're sewing something to another thing. It's basically, it's basically the same. It's basically like, cosplay. It's basically cosplay. You're cosplaying like fabric into a, a quilt, basically. You're, you're dressing it up. It's all. Listen, I'm not. I'm not here to be judged on my my fabric sewing skills. No, you're right. You're here to be judged on whether or not you've read something this week, Dean. Have you? Oh, that's that's why he's going on so long about other stuff. No, I'm just a talkative guy. I'm, I just like to answer talk, the question. Like... All right. So here on BBRP, we like to juice up with a little bit of comic comics inspiration before we head on down to the head on down to the creativity mines. Um, or in this case, head down to the frigging work floor where we um, sewed them. Them quotes were all good. Have you been reading? <laughs> Well, Josh, let me tell you what I've been reading. It is a comic, a comic with pages. Good start. Um, I actually read this uh, a fair while back. We picked it up uh, last, I believe it was last Comic-Con, and I had a darn good time reading it. It's from one of my favorite mangakas, uh, Akiko Higashimara, and it is Blank Canvas, My So-Called Artist Journey. Now, let me tell you about this comic. Um... So it is uh, an autobiographical comic um, about Higashimura Sen's sort of her learning art as like professional art, trying to get into uh, a really decent art university. And it sort of focuses on her 
um, high school years. Uh, more specifically, her joining a um, like after after school art class with this very strict uh, tutor who pretty much it's that typical thing of very harsh teacher is very harsh to students in order to push them to their the absolute maximum to pushing these teenagers who clearly just want to sit down and by by her own account want just want to draw like shoujo roses and shoujo sparkles and just make the next sailor moon but man like the it's it's a kind of a, a a brutal story in some respects like this this teacher who um, Higashimura sort of looks back on with like rose-tinted lenses because um, she's sort of narrating this as she's like illustrating it as well. And like, I don't know, man, it, it feels a little bit... Have you had, ever had a teacher like that who just like kicks your ass, but then you, you catch them alone or you catch them, you know, with other students and are just like, they're very generous and very gentle. It's almost comically played straight. You know what I mean? Hmm. Because this um this te- this teacher gets a an awful lot of focus, um deservedly so. Like uh, this guy pretty much shaped uh, Higashimura into the artist that she is, um being quite famed for her very quick inking and uh, drawing style. Knowing that and uh, and now reading this, you can see why uh, as his teacher, um sort of preps students for artistic exams, um which involves a lot of life life drawing on a timer. So, you know, they may only get, like, three or four hours to draw, like, a bust of Mars or uh, Hermes or some other Greek-ass, uh, Greek-ass figure. And, like, man, also as, like, uh, a foreigner looking at, like, Japanese art school entrance exams, that's fucking, it's fucking rough. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm some, like, rinky-ding English guy uh, rinky-dink English degree because I, I don't think I'd be able to survive in, in an artist's world. I mean, you know art exams happen here, right? Is it is it really that tough? <laughs> Not to get into, like, university, but you have art exams. It's just at the end of school. Like, they're, they're timed and it's not necessarily life drawing. Like, for mine, it was just, like, at A-level, you just, like... uh Decide a project and make a piece of art. I had an eight-hour-long photography exam. What the? F- Not the wow. same thing. Eight hours. That's but like a whole day. Yeah, it is. I got in at nine o'clock and I left um, about four or five, I think. Ah, uh, see, mine was more like um, I, th- I can't remember how. For some reason, eleven hours is sticking in my mind. But the point is, it wasn't a whole stint. You kind of did it mm. in. Um, three chunks and it was really nerve-wracking because everyone was like not wanting to be the first to leave their art alone yeah i get you so everyone was like drawing up to the end and no no i mean like it's like okay the exam's on a break now you have to leave your art and it's like oh shit that'd be ruthless yeah 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 so um yeah i i almost think it would have been better if we'd we'd done it in like one day yeah jesus (laughs) Art exams happen. Um, I don't know if there's that many uh, international differences, but seeing it and seeing it through the eyes of Higashimura-san, and there's this like really good scene when she takes her exams as well that sort of underlies the competitiveness of it. I, I won't say mm. anymore. Um, but yeah, it's it's an excellent book. I believe it won like some manga awards um, when it first came out. 
because we've only here in the UK recently got a translation of it. It's like it's pre Jellyfish Princess, isn't it? So is it? Oh, I didn't realize that. Um, I might be I might be wrong in that, but yes, it's it's very good. It's also ongoing. This is a uh, volume one that I've read, and I think there's some more to come, and I hope we get it because there's a lot left in that story. Hmm. So Josh, passing that comics baton to you. What what are you what have you been reading? Um, I've been reading something sh- shorter mm-hmm. in both length. And in the time that it's going to take for me to recommend it. Oh. Um, I've been reading... because um, I'm not sure if you guys realise, but it's the spooky season at the moment. Is it now? The Hall- It's the Halloween season. It's, it's the... Yes. It's ghost time. And there's nothing I love more than horror. It's true. So what I've been reading uh, this week is a small mini-series uh, based off one of my favourite horror movies. So I've been reading Aliens Dead Orbit. By uh, James Stucco. Um, it's very cool. It was released as kind of like they do an Aliens Day every twenty sixth of April because in it the way that Americans do time is the same as the planet if I'm uh, Aliens one. Okay. Um, but basically, this is about a fuel depot in the middle of space um, that picks up a kind of distress signal from another ship. Uh, the crew going to investigate alien shenanigans. Oh dear. It's happened again. Yep, if you've seen an alien film, you know things never go well for people. Um, and it's this cool little like kind of time hopping comic. Um, it starts in kind of the aftermath and like the last few minutes of what's to come. Hmm. So it kind of does the kind of the last act interspersed with the first two acts. Okay. Which is quite a cool storytelling thing. There's a couple of nice little. Um, like parallels and like mirroring bits um but yeah no it's really cool um the art in it um that's the main reason i probably got into the comic actually is because mm. of stucco's art so i knew his stuff in the past from like moon knight and he did a really cool godzilla comic back in um a while back yeah um but what he manages to um capture in dead orbit is the claustrophobic nature of space and how quickly he manages to kind of wrangle the atmosphere of the Alien movies. Mm. Like, because it's only four issues, it's quite condensed and compressed. Yeah. But that kind of adds to the tension of it, because, like, with all Alien films, it tends to be, like, a time element, and that's a really big thing that plays in the comic. And, yeah, it just plays off... Because it's nice that you can read it without watching anything from the Alien series. Oh, that's good. Um, but also, it's quite cool that if you because you know that something bad's going to happen, it almost plays on that in a couple of panels. Like, there's a, there's a little scene where you see something in some smoke. Looks very much like a xenomorph head. Next panel, oh no, it's just some pipes. <laughs> it's that kind of nice little thing. So it kind of plays on you like, oh, there it is. Funny little horror. Um, you know, like when someone's they, someone can hear something and they kind of go towards the door and oh it's your best friend they came around for a beer yeah you know like a, a fake so jump scare kind of thing teasing your anticipation oh yeah um and then yeah the horror comes there's great um dynamic art the really rich deep color palettes and yeah it's really cool 
good. Hmm. I only watched uh, Alien for the first like a year ago, and boy, that film's good. It's very. There you good. go. That's that's my little film film <laughs> corner there. Jade, now it's your time. Yeah, it's your time. I th- I thought it was spooky time. It's your time to get spooked. Hmm. I mean, based on what I've been reading, it kind of is. Oh. I'm surprised we haven't recommended this yet because I thought I'd check because I, I could have sworn one of us had. Um, but I've been reading Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. There it is. Pig, bo- by, pig uh, boy. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, pig boy. Pig boy. Pig boy. Um, so this is by Koyoharu Gotoge. Uh, and this is about um, Tanjiro, one of my new favorite protagonists. Uh, so when his whole family is seemingly uh, murdered by a demon, Tanjiro finds that his sister is actually alive but has been transformed into a demon herself. Uh, And a titular demon slayer comes along uh, and Tanjiro saves her from him and he sets Tanjiro on the path to becoming a slayer himself so that A, he can avenge his family and B, help his sister become human again. And uh, Tanjiro is just... He's so great. He's like... It's like the best empathetic We're hero. in this like sort of new generation of like shonen protagonists. Yeah. Um, where they, they, one, they have a brain. <laughs> Two, they're nice. <laughs> Two, they have a conscience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he, he's just, Tanjiro is really respectful. Um, I've been hearing people complaining lately about protagonists that cry too much. Mm. And that's not what Tanjiro is. I'm not saying I have a problem with that because I love protagonists that emote. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. But what, yeah, well, what Tanjiro does is he respects everyone around him, even his enemies. I'd say the only person he doesn't respect is perhaps Zenitsu, but that's warranted. Um, <laughs> so. No. <laughs> I mean, no, listen, I love Zenitsu. <laughs> I love him. He's pathetic. But it's like a pitiful love. Listen, we're we're in this new generation now. Like protagonists, both Eastern and Western, are, they have a heart now. They care. They care about their villains. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball changed changed the game. This is where we are now. That was a long time ago, Dean. It changed the game a long time ago. Okay. But then, but then it came it took, onto. It, took, it trickled down. Like it took a while. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it trickled down through in in it. Futunami, uh-huh, and now uh-huh. its powder is up. And listen, it's it's good. I if you've ever seen uh, going back to Kimetsu no Yaiba, mm. if you've ever seen uh, oh oh the recommendation, yeah, yeah, you know the thing you've interrupted. Do continue. Go on. If you've ever seen a tweet on Twitter.com that has a buff man with a ball head, <laughs> that's where that's from. Yes, the pig man. Um, so coming back to it, uh, it's like I said, it's very emotional. It's very intense. And it's very violent. It's like it's a violent demon series, so it's perfect to read over Halloween. But mm. it's offset by a bizarrely cute style, which I don't think I'd normally be into because I can't tell how old anyone in this series is. Yeah, it's one of those styles, isn't it? Everyone's <laughs> kind of like squat, and there's like quite large heads and stuff. Yeah, so. like I th- I th- everyone looks teenage, um, but they're not, and it's confusing. Mm. Um, but what drew me in? Uh, was the geometry of the art style. Like, 
a lot of the outfits have these wonderful geometric patterns. Mm. And then whenever there's like a close-up on an eye, it's not perfectly round. Like sometimes they're little diamond irises or just like hexagon or pentagon, you know. There's just a nice kind of angular quality to everything. Mm. Um, and I was going to say that there's like no flow in any of the comic, but that's wrong because all the geometric stuff makes all of the special effects that do flow stand out. So there's like lots of water effects um, and special demon powers, and mm. those are all like really curved. And I hadn't actually thought about it that much until I came to think about it for the recommendation. Um, yeah, so that, that's just something really cool I noticed. That's how you you catch yourself a jade. You got mm. you just have that fancy geometry <laughs> in, in your comic. Get those patterns, get those squares, hexagons. And very quickly, before we move on, the anime series adapts the manga perfectly. Yeah, it's good. Pigment. Yeah. If not better in some places. Yeah, oh, dang. Actually, yeah. Well, we, we can't, we can't mm. do that. This is a comics podcast. Blasphemy, blasphemy. blasphemy. Quick, it, quick, move so on before anyone it's notices. Ca- it's hero time. It's hero time. Let's make ourselves a superhero. Um, so, uh, Josh has a generator for us. I have got a generator for us. Alright. Now, it's, can I, is it going to be a spooky one? There is an element of fright to it. I don't like that. (laughs) But only to a particular portion of people. Uh Uh-huh. Namely, artists. Uh Uh-oh. No! Basically, I'm not sure if this is a total generator. However, it does... This might give you a hint. It gives us prompts. Oh! So, what I've taken is the ink... No! No, stop! Inktober's official 2019 (laughs) prompt list. No! It's so nicely numbered from 1 to 31. And I thought, Aww. wait, prompts. We can't. We are sell. I'm. I'm not going to subject Jade to drawing <laughs> thirty heroes. I can't. I can't believe I steadfastly refused to do Inktober, except for that one time where I did the very thirsty Inktober. But you, you made. You tricked <laughs> me. <laughs> There's no ink necessary. Are we going to set the internet on fire again? Again. You say that, but I'm going to have to draw yeah, this. But if you think about it this way, Jade, when mm. this episode is released, we are in October. When you illustrate mm-hmm. it, it's going to be. <gasps> we'll be out It's going to be November. Oh, then, then it's going to oh, be the yeah. worst kind of drawing. It's going to be an Inktober drawing, like outside of October. Yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, late. That, that's fine. <laughs> but, you know, it's. The curse will be lifted. You don't have to worry too much about it. Wait. Yeah, so it it's a late Inktober drawing, and by that I mean an Inktober drawing. <laughs> ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Hey, or we could post it next October. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see you in twenty twenty, everyone. Yeah. Um. So yeah, here we are. We've got one to thirty one. Mm-hmm. Now, who would like to go first? Six. In... I wasn't sure if we wanted to do birthdays or if you just want to do random numbers. That's fine. Six. How many do we need? If we do two. I mean, it's, I'd say two. I mean, I, I was originally looking at this being a first name, last name. Mm. I mean, no, not, not that. That's stupid. Um, birth month, <laughs> birth day. Mm. Or vice versa, however you want it. But uh, Dean's gone with six. Six. Jade, 
Pick a number. Mm, Twelve. <laughs> Husky dragon. <laughs> no! Ooh. That's not a fit. No. Mm. Uh, I like that. Now, first thought would immediately be maybe a dog dragon. <laughs> but Rip. when I also think of husky, I think of a husky voice. I think of someone that's hot and someone that's hot. You know, husky hot, dragon hot. We're really... This is the episode that a lot of new people are tuning into, and this is what we got. This is shut up, Dean. This is this is the key moment of creativity where we just throw shit at the wall. Husky dragon. Um, are they a dragon? Are they actually a dragon? Are they actually a husky? I haven't actually drawn a dragon hero yet. Do you want to? Do you want to draw a dragon hero? Because not really. No, they're quite <laughs> complex beasts. Yeah. Unless you just do that thing where you take like a a, a lizard. And use their head as like reference or some shit. <laughs> um, is this going to be a hero that changes into a dragon, or are we going for something more interesting? Um, hus- husky dragon. I like. Hmm. I'm. This is this is a tricky one. Um, because I kind of want to avoid. You know me. I avoid cliches. I don't. Mm-hmm. I like. I like to dodge and weave them. Um. I. I'm scared about doing a straightforward transforming dragon-esque hero because um oh, there's a character in the back of my head that does that and i can't quite i mean haku from spirited away spoilers by the way mm. you know he's a dragon um that kind of can transform and you know um I mean, really, he's a river who could transform, but I mean, that's yeah. being pedantic. Now, that's a spoiler. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just don't... Unless we can put like an interesting spell on it, uh, I, I, I think we could do it a little bit better. Maybe maybe they've been um, blessed. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to say alternatives, rapid fire, and you guys buzz in when you hear something you like. Okay. Uh, they could be blessed by a dragon. They could be like named a dragon. Um, you know, given the title of a dragon, they could be um, could have similar powers to it, but not actually be a dragon. Uh, they can have the appearance of a dragon, like a la Killer Croc, but not actually be a dragon. Okay, I kind of like the idea of uh, dragon-like ability. Okay. If only because I'm sure that we can play off the idea of a dry husky voice with the idea of breathing fire yeah I like. there that. we go there, there's a little bit of a uh, connective tissue i like the title idea as okay. well like a rank Ooh, like a mm. but an, like an earned position now there is an organization that has dragon as a title uh but we don't want to be associated with those people i have no idea what you're talking I'm about talking about the kkk yeah. Wait, wait, who? What? What? Grand Dragon is like the head of the KKK guys. No, it's the Grand Wizard, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's Grand Wizard, you fool. Oh. Then it's open season, I guess. What? No one can be a wizard anymore. Ban D&D. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fuck those guys. I, I swear there's like some organization that like tippity top. Well, we're it. stealing it back. This is going to be a husky, hot, gay dragon. Okay. Fuck yeah, em. I'm into that. Mm-mm-mm. Like... Husky gay ass dragon. Take that. So okay. We we have a, a rough baseline. Um literally rough. Okay, so older, older person with a husky voice? Naturally. Listen, <laughs> well we're going off the fucking chain right now. 
um, we got to make the right people mad. Uh, just just in case they do. That's use not the, the goal. This is to make a hero. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, okay. So husky dragon. Um, what? Where? Where? Where do they live? Where are they at? Is is this a city dragon? Is this a country dragon? Is this a you know? Cave it's dragon? weird. It's weird because you recommended uh, blank canvas. All I'm picturing is an old man in a tracksuit. Oh, like okay. that artist teacher. Um. Oh, maybe mm. maybe they are a teacher then. Maybe they're not the one doing the saving, but they have like a responsibility to other heroes to go out and save people. We, we've not done a teacher. Um, so what we could be looking at is instead of the legacy hero is the person... Well, I, that's stupid <laughs> I was going to say. Instead of the legacy hero, the hero who is going to have the title inherited. And I just realized that's yeah. just a superhero. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But maybe we're setting things up to that their legacy hero is on the way. I think so. Um, like may- maybe they have like a class of like four or five. Uh, Jade, how many kids do you want to draw? Oh. Maybe they have like two <laughs> or three like kids that they're teaching. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll make it a Naruto unit. Teacher yeah, and three yeah, yeah. kids. Um, and they have their face. Um, they have the the back of their head on the camera. All you don't have to draw a face, and they they're the ones sort of. I don't want to say like they're competing to be the dragon. Um, I just want them. Maybe they'll each get a dragon title passed to them. But of course, you can't be husky dragon. We have a husky dragon. Maybe you can be like a a, a spiny dragon, or you can be a swift dragon. Or you- okay, yeah, hold on, hold on. So husky dragon has all of the dragon powers, right? And each of the kids that they train gets a dragon power. The husky husky will literally pass down one of their abilities. We agree. Then the the husky dragon is giving a power, just an individual power, just the one power. I I guess they need at least three powers. Then mm-hmm. what what three powers? I mean, the obvious ones are fire breathing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flight. Flight. Mm-hmm. Perhaps like an armor skill because that's quite often a thing, isn't it? Dragon scales being very strong. Mm. Yeah, super tough. Um, and that's see, I could talk for a long time about how we could creatively use those like armor scales, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna give you a a, a, a little mercy, just a little itty bitty mercy. Hmm. Um, but you know, I I I like this. It's got a narrative vibe to it, which you know I'm all about. So let, we need to flesh it out a little bit more. Like wh- how how has this situation come about? What has pushed these individuals together? Hmm. Maybe it's uh, a ruse, like these three kids have actually joined the class to learn something else, and then Husky Dragon is like, now, let's get to the the, the real stuff, what you're actually here for. Oh, shit. The kids, the kids are like, oh, we just wanted to, you know, dick around and do X, and they're like, no, 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 you're here to learn to become dragons. Is this, is, are you proposing Naruto cross MI high? No, because they went to MI High to learn to be heroes, dude. Did they? MI High. Do you remember that? At least no. I think I know what you're talking the, the, about. The CBBC like live action ass drama. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about a different thing. Oh no, I'm talking about MI MI High guys. Oh, I was thinking of Sky High. Not Sky High. That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Um But I mean it's also applicable. We can also apply Sky High to this, because I mean why wouldn't you want to apply Sky High to <laughs> Any kind of uh, superhero-themed schooling. Well, maybe it's more like these kids 
maybe maybe uh, Husky Dragon is just a teacher at this school. Um, but people heard rumors about them being like, you know, a kick-ass hero in the past, and then they get pestered like, please, please teach us some. No, 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 no. no. I'm, uh, no. I think I've got it. An after-school detention art class. Excellent, except not art, because that's just basically stealing blank canvas. No, 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 it's inspiration. The only reason okay. I wanted to say art, I mean, it could just be other, a creative S-class. Performance it's, arts. Sure. Basically, what I wanted the kids to do was to, I wanted um, Husky Dragon to use the art as a screening process for who to give the powers to. Okay. So depending on how their art looked or what media they went to use, it would then mm. kind of determine what powers <laughs> they'd be suited for. Like like trying to discover who is the avatar of the fucking elements. Which, okay, yeah. hold which on, toy then. do you play with? Well, what if they are um they're in detention because they refuse to do like PE and athletics and all that and they're just like the the rejects of the class. So now it's Breakfast Club slash Naruto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's it. a uh, bull gets the horns type thing we could do with dragons there. <laughs> I've not seen Breakfast Club. Oh. Uh, I've seen most of it, and then I got so close to the end before going, I hate all of them, and turned it off. There's a there's a dick teacher who goes, uh, you mess with the bull, you get the horns. Mm. Oh, okay. It's it's a little clever film reference. Yeah. So yeah, these these kids are just like uh, a mix of lazy, unconfident, and mm, bullied, perhaps. Hmm. Um. Mm, maybe like unfocused and misguided, and you, you, I don't <sighs> bullying. Maybe okay, okay. Maybe the lazy one. The lazy one is called lazy but actually they have you know attention trouble they have trouble focusing yeah and they're blamed for it instead of given the resources that they need to focus i'm scared that if we chuck bullying into this then we're just gonna have like a, a small revenge story on our hands and... no, no 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 like so many people who have been bullied don't get revenge man that's just that's just the common narrative maybe or maybe there can be a time skip on those bullies um we can do interesting things with those buddies. You know, maybe I... I Nah. No, Dean, we're focusing Forget on the, the, the squad. Yeah, to stay focused. I'm... Okay, so the uncomfortant one is bullied and they just keep skipping class mm. and so they end up in detention. We don't need to know who these bullies are. We don't need to know why no, they were bullying the them. They were just bullied and they're unconfident and so they're now here. Now our third student. Who's our third student? Someone who maybe is... Maybe they're a little, too, maybe they're a little too focused. I know we're, I'm 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 on the focus train, but maybe they're like a person who only wants to do one thing and one thing only with their their life, and they want to spend every waking moment doing it. So maybe may they're in detention because they cheated in order to reach that goal. Yeah, or they they cheated in order to like maintain the grades in their other classes in order to do yeah, their, yeah. their stuff. Um, oh, that's good. Or they. The teachers believe they cheated. Ooh. Mm. Misunderstood kids. <laughs> Misunderstood kids. We, lo we love them. Good. I like it. Mm. Get in our class. Okay. So we need to develop our hero more. We've got we've got the squad. Now who's <laughs> teaching them? <laughs> Husky Dragon um, is the hero. And he's here to say he's here to 
They're here to fight crime in a major way. I think we're I think we're settled on a, a he this time. I, I guess so. Yeah. Um. That's fine. That's fine. So, what if there's something restraining this teacher, uh, either like physically or emotionally or for some other plot reason, from actually going out and fighting crime? So they have to okay. make sure these kids are up to snuff in order, in order for them to take on that mantle, that responsibility. Um, but I don't know what could be keeping the teacher at bay. <laughs> That's an interesting connection. Are they just... It could just be age. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they... oh, I like this. Hold on, hold on. I like this. Misunderstood hero as well. <laughs> oh. Because age because ageism is a thing. So like so like the teacher has has gotten it in their head that they can't do a thing because mm. they've reached a certain age and you know, I guess I have to go and train new heroes or something. That's just I don't even like teaching. So like this teacher improves the lives of these three students by understanding them and in turn they understand him. Oh, oh! It's it's one pushing up the other, pushing up the other. Yeah. So each of these kids eventually gets a power because the teacher has grown. Her husky dragon has watched them, taught them, uh, figured out each of their strengths and weaknesses, and gone. Okay, the perfect power to balance you out is mm-hmm. this. Uh, and you know, he keeps teaching them and starts to uh, in this after school club just go on little field trips and actually i'm gonna push these kids into saving people and they shouldn't really be doing this because they're kids Mm -hmm. but i've been led to believe by all popular media that (laughs) kids can bear responsibility like this right listen spider-man we've read enough shonen series to know that every single kid who's saving the world is going to be about 15 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they're insanely ripped Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Spider-Man, yeah. Deadpool, yep. wait, Deadpool, uh, what? Uh, Cyclo- Cyclops, <laughs> Deadpool, Jean Grey. They're all fifteen-year-old kids. No, they're Every not. Character they're doing in, it. Uh, Demon Slayer. Yes, tangent. Uh, age unknown. <laughs> yeah. So my point being, um, as it escalates, um, they also start to see that their teacher is just itching to just solve problems themselves, and they're like, "Well, why don't you do it?" And it's like. Uh, you know, kid, I'm just, I'm old. Jade, I'm old for this. Jade can I pitch uh, sort of a miniature tagline? Um, or just a, a good line to sort of pitch this comic? Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, the teacher, Husky Dragon, is passing down the powers, mm-hmm. but the kids are passing on confidence. Mm-hmm. And with that confidence, Husky Dragon can also get, get he ass in there and save the day. So... What's the pitch line? That's a very there? long tagline. Yeah, what? <laughs> listen, do you I, know what a tagline is, Dean? Listen, I, I, I say the words. You guys have to like, y- you guys do with them what you need to. Okay, what I'm getting from that is get he ass in there. Listen, the kids, the kids get something, and the teacher gets something from the kids. So the kids teach the teacher slang, so that he goes, "You're right, kids. I have to get my ass in there." <laughs> Dab. It'll be like one of those uh, climactic sequences where, you know, it's like, oh, come on, kids, I'm going to yeet that <laughs> criminal. I so hoped you'd use yeet. <laughs> Joshua Randall, famous yeeter. It's the only one that I 
No. Uh, <laughs> listeners, I just want to fill you in on uh, a little bit of backstory here. Josh uh, hadn't heard the use of yeet as an adjective. Uh, no, as a ver- verb. No, as a verb. As a verb, sorry. Uh, ever? I- until like a month ago? <laughs> until, ab- until about, yeah, like two, three weeks ago. I had no idea what the word meant. Still don't entirely. <laughs> um, this bitch empty yeet ring any bells? So today no. Husky Dragon will be played by Josh. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that works. Josh, you've, um, you play Fortnite, right? You you do the, the dances, get the skins. I play games for two weeks. <laughs> How long have you play, been playing Monster Hunter for, Josh? Longer than two weeks. <laughs> um, so that's what happens when um, Husky Dragon first retires. He uh, just huddles up in his dark apartment and plays Monster Hunter for two weeks. <laughs> and there's like, nah, this can't be it. This can't be all there is. And it's also really unsatisfying because he's used yeah. to you know, beating real monsters and he's like, this is just, mm. this is just and also he's pales like, in comparison. He's a little beastly himself. So like, uh, you know, like monsters, eesh, eesh. It's not, not, not PC, is it? Mm. Um, That's a question, actually. Does Husky Dragon visually resemble a dragon or is it more like powers manifest in a human um um i i'm kind of i kind of like the killer croc situation um Mm -hmm. where i don't no i don't see parents being like you want to hang out with this ferocious looking man after school no (laughs) problem i see it more of like maybe they'll have a very furrowed dragon it like whenever i think of dragons like Brows. Mm. They have a particular way yeah. about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And maybe like just the way that they flare their nostrils. Oh, or okay. So they're, they're dragon esque. Mm. Yeah, they're dragon esque. They're not. They're not actually a dragon. They're yeah, not I got you. A anthropomorphic character. They'll they... have like eyebrows that come off, like cascade off the mm. side of their face. Like if they were to do a anthropomorphic spin-off series, then they would put the co as a dragon. Yeah. But in this um, world, they're just a guy with. I keep imagining him like. Okay, I like. Like it. he's quite short and hunched over, you know. Maybe it's sort of like that dragon post hands behind the back as well, you know, a little, a little uh, sort of uh, old man teacherish. But that that's kind of the thing we're going for, isn't it? Um, maybe like quite mm-hmm. like, you know, a sunken back as well, so the shoulder plays look like wings. Slight, slightly clawed nails. Yeah. yeah. We, we, just to check, we're still not talking about me, are we? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. What's that? Um, you know, luscious hair, beady little eyes. Yeah. Oh dang! Oh, now, now we're now we're back on me. That's fine. <laughs> um, Fucking sick, nasty. Uh, so they're dragoness, but they could. I mean it in the nicest possible way. Uh, but then, like you know, they're 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 this quite short old man. But then they fucking they they drag. Do they just conjure these powers without going full dragon? Or maybe maybe it could be a thing where when they use a power, they sort of uh, they have the appearance of a dragon just for that power's usage. You know, I would say think of it more like a. I keep on thinking of like stands from JoJo well, see, type you, thing. You Stop always that. think about stands from JoJo, <laughs> but but it's more. But I think more of a like a projection than a punch ghost. Oh, so like a, like 
Like, the stand surrounds them, almost. That kind of deal. Yeah. Okay. Like, well, to take a... To take a leaf out of uh, Demon Slayer's book, some sort of breathing. Mm. Especially if yeah, they're, they're husky. Yeah, their nostrils flaring. <laughs> nostrils flaring, yeah. husky voice. Mm. It all kind of, and I mean, fire breathing, all kind of lends itself well to breathing mm. techniques. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, maybe uh, rather than like a ghost-like thing, it'll be um. Like, fire literally comes out of their mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, scales appear. Mm-hmm. Uh, not all over, but, like, strategically. Mm-hmm. Could they always be scratching their arms? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Little bits of flaking With those off. big claws of theirs. Mm. Um, and they have, like, a, an old man cream that they have to put on. Old man cream. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> and the, ki- the kids are like, what, what? Uh- <laughs> That was an Inktober prompt. (laughs) (laughs) Old man cream. (laughs) But, like, you can picture the kids being like, "Uh, Sir, what are you doing? It's like, I just got to rub in my ointments. My my old man cream. Just keep training. I just, oh, these old bones. That's that's another thing. Like, Husky Dragon really lays it on thick once they've been called Mm. old. They're like, Mm. fine, I guess I'm old. And they'll lean into it. One thing I don't want to forget before we end the episode is... They are gay. Who, sure. Who's? Oh, yeah. Is is there is there another? Yeah, and their their significant other is like you're just not that old, man. <laughs> Maybe they're significant. Listen, you're you're a fine wine, but geez, chill out. In, in actuality, they're like in their like late fifties or something. That they they. Yeah, yeah. Like like the kids ask one day, l- late near the end of the comic, they're like how how old are you actually? I'm fifty fifty eight. <laughs> no, 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 let's, let's make it like 52. I am Bites Knuckle. 52? <laughs> and they're like, what? My dad's older than you. I, I I think that Husky wouldn't say it, but maybe their partner would. Yeah, yeah their partner would just blurt it out. Say, like, I can only imagine a very fiery looking silhouette that appears <laughs> as they ask Husky Dragon that. And then as he walks away, then the partner's like, well, he's a... You know, he's, He's not too like fond of telling people, but you know he's fifty-two. Maybe part of the problem, it, like about the self-consciousness of the age, is that he has like a particularly young partner as well. Hmm. You know, maybe hmm. this partner's like in his in his thirties or something. You yeah, know, late thirties. Late, yeah, late late thirties. You know, there's there's a sizable gap, but you know, it's, it's you can't you can't stop that true love. You can't stop love between a short dragon and a a fine fine man. I, I find that, that is that all we got for for the partner. I find fine. fine um, no, fine, this fine, can fine, be no. a more academic teacher, an actual teacher at the school, perhaps. Like a batches. yeah. Um, what's what's his fucking name from One Hundred and One Dalmatians? What Roger? <laughs> a, a Roger type. Oh yeah. my god, are you giving me permission to draw a Roger type? Because I you will can... fully lean into that. I mean, we we gave you like two kids to draw and a dragon man. Three you... kids? Have you forgotten about you our got, three you, kids? You, listen, you, we've got to give the dog a bone, and your bone, ironically in this case, is a man that has many dogs. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't have to draw any of those, do I? You can leave the dogs. This. This. Husky Dragon's lover is a Roger type who is very academic and very smart. Teaches music at school. Got it. Cool. Te- Done. Te- a- another art. 
and um, you know they're they're very supportive, but maybe they're maybe they're like a little protective of um of Husky Dragon. False. As well. No, they are done with his shit. Like, just go out and get a job again. It's like, no, I've I've retired. Like, what are you talking about? I don't get to retire for another twenty years. What are you talking about? This, you can if you want to go clubbing, just go clubbing. I don't mind. Like, people are doing it now. Your age. Yeah, go find yourself. Whatever. Go to. Th- I will support you. Just stop playing Monster Hunter. You know, go go to Vietnam or Thailand. Just you know, travel. You can. There's no save someone in Hong Kong. You know, just do it. No, but haven't you heard? I'm too old. I guess you want to leave me and find someone else. Turns the camera. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, any any last? It's it's literally that old joke of we're literally married. What are you talking about? <laughs> I I guess I guess this is it me anymore i guess i'm going to retire to my cave full of gold coins (laughs) (laughs) they they would absolutely have a a penchant for gold yeah what what is their what is their hoarding thing every dragon has a hoard of something what do they hoard um something that reminds them of their mortality and their age uh were there's originals no tracksuits oh (laughs) what a weird hoard they've got some designer tracksuits they spent their hero wages. Some like Run DMCS tracksuits. Some sweet Adidas. Don't know fashion. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I assume they're comfy and fashionable. Um, okay, we, we need to wrap yes. this up then, I suppose. Endgame. We should also probably just mention, because, you know, they're superheroes. They fight crime. Mm-hmm. We haven't really spoken about that. Josh, we listen. Th- Not every hero fights crime directly, I guess. This is a retirement story, isn't it? And I, exactly. And so is, is it going to end eventually but like the kids are graduating and as they graduate school they graduate into it could be like a they throw their graduation caps into the air which you're not allowed to do now but they <laughs> do it anyway and when it falls down it's it's a dark alley and there are some criminals running away. Uh, we'll phone, we'll phone in the end, uh, ending and, and like, listen, it's, it's all a framing device. We're going to tell a good story about an old man who's learning to regain his confidence through these dumbass kids and there's some superhero-ism involved. That's how we get like, that's how we get the, the normal people to read this. You know, we tell them it's a superhero comic, but then <laughs> boom, old men. They don't see it coming. That's like that's why everyone read that Hawkeye series. Exactly. Hey, it's yeah. about Hawkeye. He's a superhero. Boom. It's just he's, he's just a guy. Okay, but let's stop talking about the framing device and actually yeah. do it. Oh, I don't know about that, Jade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, oh, that is that the time we better wrap it up. Thank you all so much for listening what? to us uh, create uh, a comic about an old man learning to find his uh, his feet once again. If you want to support us and help us make this podcast ever better, give us a little bit of confidence, then you better listen to Josh right now. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I was was trying to think about costume ideas. Um, (laughs) Tracksuit, done. Yeah, I know, but I was thinking about what the... what Husky Dragon could pass on to the kids as part Uh, of their new superhero identity. God God chains. Unless it's... it's Tracksuit's all the way down. Yes, Um, more tracksuits. Cool. I with... wore this back in the 80s. <laughs> this is one of my yeah. favourites. This is before my growth spurt. This will fit you. Yeah, that's fine. Excellent. Um, leave us a review. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, 
speak about us, spread the good word on uh, social media. So Facebook, I don't really use it. Uh, Instagram, you don't really use it. Uh, Twitter, BBR underscore podcast is where you can find us. Because uh, what you'll find us doing is tweeting about the episode. Uh, on a Wednesday following the episode's release, we'll talk about our recommendations. And the Monday after that, we'll have an illustration of this tracksuited husky dragon. Yes. Uh, just one more thing before we leave. Again, thank you for everyone who came to us uh, and talked to us at uh, MCM Comic Con in London. Uh, we will be at Thought Bubble as well. If any of you go heading yeah. up to Harrogate, here in Harrogate as well, should be interesting. I am extremely excited. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, definitely. Comics. All three of us will be there as yeah. well. I'm actually guaranteed at this one. Yes, mm-hmm. Josh is actually going to be there. Uh, as for the balloons, that was a little little mm. Dean joke there. Um, he didn't come to MCM. No, it was a joke. <laughs> balloons. Um, you played it so well. I'm 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 a good liar. What can I say? I'm not lying about our attendance at Thought Bubble on the 9th and 10th of November. Come find uh, Jade's table. Uh, we'll be in the uh, Beg for Mercy Hall. Big the big hall. <laughs> Everyone's in the same con hall. Just <laughs> go fucking look. Look out for the table that has lots of nice tea comics. So, I think that's all that's left to say. Is other than we'll be seeing you at Thought Level, is that you have been bitten by a radioactive podcast. I am Josh applying my scaly ointments, Randall. I'm Jade. I'm going to work until I die. Retirement is a lie. Sarsen. Uh, and I'm Dean Dragon as motherfucker McKnight. Bye. 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 See you at Thought Bubble, maybe? <laughs> <laughs>